Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning. If you're watching this live, it's Happy Tuesday. It's always Happy Tuesday, February 21, 2023. Welcome to both Elijah List, which is the printed form of what we do. We send you often um, the the link after the show so you can send it to your friends. Sometimes we have um, show notes. Um, so be sure you subscribe to that. And then the uh, Elijah Streams is the video portion of what you're now watching. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we're going to bring on Nathan French in just a few moments. We're going to talk about everything from the Asbury Revival to Miracles, Signs and Wonders and many, whatever comes up. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to Nathan coming on. So real quick before we, oh, and to, uh, tomorrow is Kat Kerr. We do record her this afternoon and then we'll air her tomorrow. Uh, so other, so that's tomorrow's notes. Well, there was something else I was going to, oh, so we're, let's go ahead and watch a quick spot reminder of, um, of the fresh water wells that you're digging in Uganda that are changing the lives of people. So here we go. So you saw the dirty, filthy water that people collect, the, the sources where they, they lean down and collect that dirty, filthy brown. Uh, the animals drink out of that as well. Um, it's just filthy. And that's where the communities have gotten their water until uh, Elijah Stream showed up. God, God breathed on this ministry and that of um, Show Mercy, um, who who helps us get this done. Uh, Mike and Lori Sally run Show Mercy, uh, and they call their local village Field of Dreams. But not only do they work full time for Show Mercy, if you can do it this way, which you can, they also work full time for us. And so the, the, that's a perfect combination to get those water wells done. Three, uh, one fresh water well every three days and uh, people are getting saved at everyone. They have dedications at each of these and people are getting saved like crazy and uh, filled with joy. So, uh, and I'm sure the Holy Spirit too. I just haven't been on the ground yet. Lori has been on the ground. She's going to come back and bring us a report. Um, of having, they, they, you know, they're headquartered here in the U.S. and then they go over many times or several times a year to check on the progress of the village. So uh, we appreciate you very much. Here's uh, how you donate online. And we appreciate uh, very much uh, your donations. It keeps both the, the Elijah streams, Elijah streams itself going uh, as far as the prophetic ministry of this show. And then we, we, the spillover, we, we so very, very um, bountifully, if I can put it that way uh, into the freshwater wells and some other projects. So, all right, it's time to bring in a cat. Will be, I guess I said that cat will be here tomorrow, so it's time to bring in Nathan French. So here we go with Nathan. Nathan French from the great. You're you're at the great state of uh, Arizona right now. Yes, uh, uh, you're from Washington, which is just up the road from us. Uh, but you're. I never know. You're, you're. I think you're in a different state every time I talk with you. But you're on the road a lot. But what what are you doing in Arizona? Actually, this came from um, just a little family vacation. And, okay. um, you know, I, I am speaking. I, I was speaking somewhere on Sunday, you know, at a church. God sent me to just pray for a blind pastor to see 
uh, have vision restored to him. And so I was on a special assignment. The pastor, uh, you know, he got touched by the fire. God, he started jumping around the stage. And so um, I don't know if his eyes are healed yet, but I know that God did something in him and he was jumping and dancing and shouting. And then he asked me to come up and, and, and I had a chance to invite everybody to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to receive the baptism of fire. And then I ran out to another church where I was scheduled to have a meeting. So um, this Tuesday, actually tonight, uh, I'm ministering, uh, here in Phoenix, uh, over, which wasn't planned by the way. Uh, but I have yeah. pastor friends in the Phoenix wow. area. I used to live out here. So okay. I'm ministering yeah. tonight at dream city church, awesome. dream city church in Phoenix. Yeah. It, was this the Tommy Barnett one that you were? Yeah. Yeah. This is, I'll be at the prayer pavilion, which is there. Um, you know, it's right there on the dream city church campus awesome. uh, and I'll be in the prayer pavilion tonight at seven. We'll now, have a I gotta, revival service. I got to ask you, uh, I, I mean, I think I know the answer, but uh, so you prayed for a man to receive his sight and, and he did have a whole lot of, lot of the Holy spirit jump all over him. If I can put it that way, but yes, you don't feel like a failure because he, uh, before your <laughs> eyes, he didn't receive his sight. Talk about no, the Lord, the Lord reminded me that he's healing blind eyes all over. In fact, I've seen this happen. I've seen where pupils have you know, started with little dot forms and all of a sudden the thing widens and a, a pupil is restored. So, I mean, we've seen dead people raised. We've seen definitely blind wow. eyes are opening. And it's not just happening in Africa. It's yeah. happening all over the world. And sometimes yeah. we think, well, miracles are easier in Africa. Not really. It's the same Holy Spirit not really. um, who works not really. in us both to will and to do for his good pleasure. I remember at the uh, Todd Bentley early when, we, when the Spirit was just really blessing that ministry it was like the year 2000, and uh, I was in the church where, he, where it was kind of launched in Albany, Oregon, and this lady claimed that she could hear, and I was going around because I was writing up articles about it on the Elijah list, and so I walked up to her, and I said, I said, so you can hear? And she, and she, and she goes, yeah. And I said, and you're saying, because to shorten this, I said, you're saying you didn't have any eardrum at all in this ear? No, I had no, no eardrum. I said, you're hearing me talk out of this ear? And she said, yes. And it was like, it was my first, that's like a creative miracle, I think you yeah. call that. Because God created <laughs> something. He either gave her a new eardrum or created uh, hearing when she didn't have one. And so um, it's it's good form to test uh, these things to see, you know, see if they be so, you know. The, yeah. That's why the Pharisees and Sadducees had no excuse. All they had to do was ask. You know, there was this blind man, and while he's evil, he did this on the Sabbath. He did that. He should. He did this when he should have. Why didn't they just say, "You're saying you can see and you couldn't see"? They brought his parents in, uh, and they were without excuse because they knew a miracle had happened, and they and and they thought of an excuse not to believe or to, to or to or to cast dispersions on it. So. What kind of uh, miracles are you seeing these days? Uh, did you literally say you've seen someone come back to life? Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. I actually was bringing, we were, okay, so we were traveling down to Bakersfield. Mario Marilla was doing an event down there, and yeah. God told me to to go and help and serve. And so I brought a team. Uh, yeah. And so we all went down, and uh, my friend David and, and you know, some of our, our friends, we just went down, and, and on the way down, we were in this nice um, suburban that we had, uh, you know, we, it was a rental suburban. We're just cruising. And, and I just saw all of a sudden I saw somebody die and I thought, oh, that's sad. 
And then in the spirit, I saw that person who died come back to life. And then I just shouted out of my mouth to everybody in the suburban, about eight of us. And I said, uh, the Lord's going to raise the dead while we're down here. And I was thinking, oh, no, what did I just say? That means somebody has to die. And then it sucks, right? Then I was like, okay, well, God said he's going to raise the dead. And so everybody, I want to give you an instruction on how to raise the dead. Has, has anybody ever seen the dead raised? And they're like, no. And I said, okay, if somebody dies, it's not their time. Command their spirit to go back in their body. If it's not their time, then their spirit will go back into their body and they'll come back to life. And I, and, and I said, Jesus is the resurrection of life. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And to, to the, him, it's just another miracle like a headache. So you can believe for that. But here's how you do it. You command the spirit to go back in the body. So anyway, um, we were there, and I was ministering to one of the pastors um, it, under the tent there. And, and it was a great time. And then I get somebody yells and says, Nathan, you got to come. This person died behind the tent. And the so-and-so is over there praying. So two people from the team we were with there uh, went back over, commanded the spirit to go back in this person's body. And this this guy had drug, died from a drug overdose, was laying lifeless on the cement with his wife frantically uh, cry, scream crying. And uh, they just did what they were instructed. They command the spirit to go back in the man. And he came back to life after two, three minutes of being dead. And uh, wow. everybody's jumping. And, and I don't even think Mario knew about it. Wow. Um, yeah, but but I mean, he probably found out because a lot of people were talking. <laughs> a lot of people were talking about it afterwards. How, how long ago was this? I don't know. It was like I guess it was it was back in uh, maybe it was a year ago that. Okay. One. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. So, pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot to cover, and yeah. I'm going to turn it turn you loose on it. But before I do that, um, I showed this once, but I want to show it while you're on the show. I want to show you. We took delivery of the airplane you gave me. So oh, uh, go ahead and show that, Emily. There it is. There's that. It's a Cessna 182. Um, I asked the guy who delivered it because his job is ferrying airplanes. And I said, what is this worth? You know, because it's an older plane. It's got a brand new three blade prop and it's got a brand new engine. But I said, what is this? And he says, this would easily go for $175,000. And he, he said, this is a great plane. This is an awesome plane. So uh, I just wanted to really, 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 really thank you. Uh, my uh, flight lessons, I'm sure, will be. I haven't set quite set them up, but it's going to begin soon. But uh, I just wanted to thank you and show people this uh, while you're on the air um, because this, you know, they they stopped making uh, for a while the Cessna 182, and then they started started it up again because it was so popular. But um, people don't necessarily realize that a plane is a plane is a plane. The parts you fix. Are more are more the engine and the prop, which is this has got brand new, but the plane because of how it's made, it flies. And this plane, even though it's a 1974, it flies just as good as it did the day it was uh, rolled off the assembly line. Uh, and so it's it's like a brand new plane because it's got a brand new engine. And and so um, I took a, I, I almost was going to show a picture of the inside. The instrument panel got new avionics. It looks to me like. Uh, it's not 1974 avionics inside there. But anyway, it's great. We tied it down, and we got permission to, to park it there. And I won't say where it is located. But anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you, Nathan. I appreciate <laughs> that so much. That's, that's so good. You're very, very that's generous. It's so cool to see it. You know, it's like I was feeling like it was a hot potato. The Lord told me to sell it. 
You know, I knew when I received the plane, I mean, I asked God for an airplane and then he gives me a plane and then he shows me it's a seed plane. And then I'm like, what does that mean? And he said, a seed is for sowing, not for consuming, not for using it under yourself. So then I was like, okay, well, I already knew I was supposed to give the plane away. So I hadn't even taken my first flight in it. And I mean, I had, I was going to go out and I just wanted to fire it up. I made sure everything was working in good order. And so um, one day I was going to go fly and then I just, I, I just didn't feel like it was supposed to be mine. So I didn't want to get attached to something I was just going to be releasing. Yeah. And man, I just allowed that gift to come in and to just to flow through me. And just the whole story is a cool story because it came from Steve and then I sewed it to Steve from Nathan French Ministries. And that's by the so, way, so that is the best gift we've ever been able to give yeah. anyone. Yes, wow. we've never given away, of course, something uh, so valuable. And, and But it wow. felt so good, I have to say. It felt good because I it remember starting out with watches. Sure. I, I loved giving it. I understand that Kenneth Copeland, that was his first, the first yeah. plane he ever had was a 182. Yeah, and, and uh, somebody just gave it back to him after like, I don't know, 10 years or something. But plane, he was at yeah. Bethel talking about his 182 and how he asked God for that plane back if it would be possible that he receive it back. So they searched the end number and it, they tracked it to Reading and Bethel. It turned out that person was a, a attendee at Bethel. Uh, wow. but, but anyway, so that person that owned the plane uh, received a call from Kenneth Copeland's um, ministry and then said, hey, we'd love to have you you know, um, perhaps be willing to sell it back to Kenneth because he wants it if it's available for, for sale. And the guy says, well, I prayed about it and I'm just going to give it to you. Wow. So, so somebody <laughs> at the same time that God is having Kenneth receive a, a free airplane. And now, of course, he's had many jets and I don't know what he I don't know if he sows planes and he reaps the same you know, substance that he's released, you know, I've learned that you reap what meaning the same type of thing you release. So he probably has given planes and then he has jets because he's given planes. All I know is I was so excited to release it. I'm believing for a jet. Somebody's going to call me one day. They're going to say, Hey, you know, I got this jet. God told me to give it to you. And I'll be like, woo, praise God. (laughs) (laughs) That's I was was 12 years old. Yeah. And uh, I was a newspaper guy delivery boy and i would they would have these contests and i won every single sales contest the poor the poor other uh, newspaper boys they couldn't win and they would always give it well one of the things they kept giving away was flight lessons so my circulation manager was a flight instructor so he kept giving me flight instructions i don't know what whether it was a 182 or not because uh, it's been too long ago but but i've taken off and landed Cessna's in the local area that happened to be in Santa Paula, California, where that happened. And um, uh, I, I, I will never forget that. It's almost like there's muscle memory of, of, of doing, you know, I'll never forget this guy says, okay, now we're going to go into a stall and I'm kind of going, what's a stall. He goes, keep pulling back on the stick, keep pulling back, you know, and all of a sudden the thing stalls and goes, straight down (laughs) and then it starts itself up through the stall and they're training you if you're playing stalls this is how you know this is how you get it started but it was fun it was fun but you know well it's a a great plane it was super fun for me to release it during the show which i hesitated to do i think that was our last show together right before we leave this uh, let me cover this one other aspect Uh, you said God gave it to you for a seed. I'd never heard of that before. 
You're saying God will give you a thing for this express purpose of seeding it to someone else. Is that is yeah? That a thing? Remember, he gives seed to the sower. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. So when you sow a thing, it's the same type of thing that comes back bigger and better. And that's what I've learned. Like when I gave watches, I got watches, and I kept. I started with fifty dollars watches and hundred dollars watches, up into the thousands of dollars Jeez. per watch. And so I thought, man, if God is able to give me watches when I sow watches, I'm going to reap more watches. I don't even really wear a watch because I prefer my wrist to be free when I'm sure. praying and and going and whatever but um you know it was just fun and then i did it with suits and it worked with suits and i'd give cars and people give me cars all the time i just gave away a, another car well somebody donated a mini cooper to the church we gave it to a, a widow in the church a, a, a wonderful lady i'd given her a truck and she drove the thing till it was tired maybe put 150 200 miles on the thing and now she's got a mini cooper that god blessed us to give to her so you know it's like when god gives you something you, you still have to see it as belonging to the lord so, and that so, way you're so, not losing when you're releasing but easy increasing it as we release and so it's just and a principle of sowing we, and reaping it's a lot of never, fun actually we've never said this on the air this happened months ago we never said it because we talked about the wells but the but the lord told us to give a truck a brand new pickup truck to this lady who goes to the park and feeds the homeless she's done it for years and years and years i think decades and so dennis who worked for me went out and carefully picked out a very nice brand new pickup truck and then i think they're ordering a top so that because it, it it rains here a lot and so we gave her a brand new truck and this wasn't this was a i don't know what you call it it wasn't given to us we went out and bought it because we wanted to really bless her uh we, we didn't say anything um just because for whatever reason it just reminded me i was just reminded to um tell people that there's that kind of sewing as well you buy something new and you just give it away yeah, yeah. so I know you've given a boat away because you told me you gave a boat away. Yeah, it works with boats. It works with cars. It works with planes. I mean, that, that was the first airplane I've been able to give away, and I'm excited to see what the next plane will be, and I'd probably sew that one too. I mean, you know, whatever God wants to do. But I, I, I love that I had that plane for a year. I knew I was supposed to sew it. So I would wow. go to the airport and I would fire up the engine and I gassed the thing up and I paid the pilot to deliver it to you. And I, I was having so much fun in my spirit and in my heart to be able to be blessed to the, have the ability to give. And um, yeah, so it's fun for me. I mean, it's become a way of life for us, but I can't wait to see what God's going to do next. And yeah. I always look for opportunities. The other day, he told me to go sow a, a seed, financial seed to a ministry. When I was visiting here in Phoenix during this trip, he says, get up right now and go over to this city. And I want you to find this particular ministry. So I had to look it up. I'd never been there. And I just showed up with a, a certain sum of money. And then I just released that into uh, the offering. And I didn't even stay for the meeting. I saw some people I knew and people recognized me. And I slipped out the back and some lady chased me down. Can you give me a prophetic word? And I gave wow. her a word and then I gave her friend a word. And then I just jumped in my car and went back to what I was doing. So sometimes just allowing God to move through us uh, positions him to be able to trust us with greater things. That is such a giving. Uh, I, I can't even, I don't have words to talk about the blessing of giving you know, Jesus himself said it's more blessed to give than to receive. It's great to receive because you need that thing. This woman needed that for the homeless ministry. But to give it, 
not only was it a blessing and good feeling to do it, but then it starts the snowball of people giving in to you. And, and whether, whether anyone, because we, we never told anyone about this before today, but whether anyone knows about it is immaterial. When you give, it starts a snowball effect of people giving to you. So, Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. You know, amazing, amazing, amazing. So I love it. You, you've been very, very uh, inspirational to me, Nathan, in the giving thing because it's just amped my own giving up. And I appreciate that. So Thank you for saying yeah. that. And you know what, Steve? I did I, I didn't really want to release it on the show because I, I felt that I would be bragging about generosity. And so I didn't want to do it. And I said, Lord, are you sure you want me to release it on the show? And he said, yes, because sometimes we get legalistic about our understanding and we'll say, oh, that person did it publicly. So they've already received their reward. But the truth is, if God asked you to do it a yeah. certain way, then you miss the reward by not obeying how he asked That's you to do true. it. So I, I brought a t-shirt to you and I told you I had a gift for you. God showed me first, give him the t-shirt because he wanted to play it down. He wanted to reduce your expectations so that you wouldn't think big in that moment. But after I showed you the T-shirt, if you remember, you were just like, oh, yeah. that's so nice. That's nice. And, and you're you probably see. thinking, this isn't much of a gift. It's a T-shirt, right? And I bragged about that. I got something special for you. And then you're just like, okay, it's just a T-shirt. Okay, I can relax. And then all of a sudden, and you can wear this T-shirt that had the name of the airport by my house, right? So, yeah. and then and then I said, and you can wear this T-shirt when you're flying in your in your Cessna. And you're like, uh, my, my, my Cessna, my plane. And, and I said, yeah, I'm giving you the airplane. And you're like, what? <laughs> I, I had no context for that. I mean, it's so, funny. You know, I have to tell you, it's very, very clear to me today. There are men and women. There's probably a few more men because I'm seeing more men, but there are men and women who are hearing this right now today who are going to give some big things. I'm not talking about giving to us. I'm saying there are people that are going to give some mega gifts, cars to people who need it, trucks to people who need it, maybe some planes to people who need it. Uh, some will give money, but this is very instructive to them. Um, I feel it going into many of them, uh, their spirits, because they're going, I yeah. get this now. I get this now. Yeah. So, uh, well, anyway. well, Steve, side note, um, I was asking the Lord, if you want me to go, I was invited to President Trump's you know, Christmas party. Yeah, And I said, Lord, if you want me to go, I mean, I'd love to go. That's awesome that I'm being invited. I mean, that's like half the deal, right? And so I'm just like, okay, I'm being invited. My wife's being invited, but it, it's not free. I mean, it was it was like $20,000. It was a charity event yeah. for President Trump and Melania. They literally flew into an aircraft hangar uh, in Naples where we were there waiting. But I asked God to pay for it. And, and I just said, Lord, if you're sending me, I know that you, you will pay for it. And so I'm just asking you to pay for it so that I know you're sending me. It was an hour before the deadline where they were going to close off the door. To, no, no one yeah. else could come in. Um, so you had to be invited and you had to pay 20 grand for two people. And so this guy calls that heard about me from a global summit or whatever. He, he heard about me and he says, Nathan, God told me to give you 20 grand. And I go, wow. I said, well, I just asked him to pay for it. And that's what's due. Literally, I'm an hour from the deadline. My that goodness. guy wires over the 20000 directly to their account so we could help uh, families who had lost houses in the hurricane in Florida. So then now Daniel and I fly down there 
and we realized God is sending us. We didn't just decide we want to go and try right. to get close to somebody. No, we were sent by God. God paid for it. And then we were, of course, had so much fun meeting uh, President Trump and Melania. For me, it was my second time. Um, my wife had never met them, and she she just loved Melania. And they just kind of like chit-chatted oh, and wow. smiled and exchanged words. And then I started kind of letting a little bit of prophecy come out and yeah. encourage President <laughs> Trump. I asked him if he remembered me. He goes, I remember, you know what I mean? I think he watches your show, but anyway, it was pretty cool uh, because, you know, of course he remembered. And then, you know, I, I know based on what he shared with us that he's concerned about open borders. Like it's yeah. genuine. He's not yeah. just trying to be a politician. He's going to shut down that open border and okay. he's literally going to make it. So you can't cross that border uh, unless when he comes back, I mean, we all know he's the rightful president. I mean, most right. people don't have their head in the sand. Um, and the fact is when he comes back, he'll finish the wall. Uh, his heart is, and he said this to us, he wants to stop fentanyl. He wants to oh, stop yes. the illegal crossing of the border, uh, you know, where the current administration is is just uh, allowing for this because of the whole uh, political agenda and the plan to try to, you know, well, we know what it is. It's a woke agenda. I'm going to speak to that. Um, but anyway, um, some big things, you know, and I was so happy to be back there. Of course, I'd never been to Naples. The stand is really nice. So Danielle and I tagged a couple of days where we could go just chill at the beach, which it's always fun to be able to just go and relax, but still be in assignment. Uh, so it was powerful. That's yeah, so good. You know, I wasn't going to do this. Uh, there's a couple of things I wasn't going to announce today. But you know what? While we're on that, speaking of the favor of the Lord, um, and uh, Clay Clark had a lot to do with this as well but uh in march early march i won't announce the date yet laura trump is going to be my guest on elijah streams and we are so excited because we have the favor of god and you know what between you know what what you're describing what what's going on with us god is really opening the doors um to the trump family to the presidency uh i mean the real presidency and uh, God's going to uh, deliver some words to the pro from the prophets to the to the president and those that are with him. But you know, we've had a lot of we've been we've been working our way, if you can put it that way. You know, we've had Roger Stone, who is super important. We've had Cash Patel. We've had Eric Trump. But for some reason, I'm more excited about Laura Trump than Eric Trump, and that's her husband. But you know, uh, I'm super super excited that God is just promoting promoting, promoting, and I, and I say that hopefully, prayerfully with humility, that it's just like only God, only God, only God could do this. So anyway, Amen. I just wanted to share that. So Yeah, that's right. so cool. That's great news. Well, Nathan, you've got a lot on your plate today, so I'm going to turn it over to you and share what, what's on your heart. Amen. You already have, well, by the way, but this was really, really, if we ended today, Right now, it would have been enough. But it'd be a great show. Yeah, it would. you know what? Um, there's a few things God showed me to share, um, and I'll send these to you if you want to print them out for Elijah List. But this one um, is is just a word. I just want to read this word. I thought it was pretty powerful. A lot of people have been watching what's happened in Asbury, so God wants to speak to um, His heart for revival across the nations. Um, we're going to start seeing this more and more. 
um, as we're moving forward into this great awakening. So um, the Lord said, I'm, I'm going to continue to expose the woke agenda. This is actually a word for our nation. He said, I'm going to continue to expose the woke agenda on the earth for what it is, a counterfeit to my awakening, woke versus awake. Awake means to wake wake up, yeah. right? Um, so he, he said, you will hear the news speak of incompetence being funded and then defended. You will hear about people who are running from threats and those who press in to long periods of prayer and, and fasting. You will witness moves of my spirit, says the Lord, all over the world as I am casting my mighty net to bring the lost into salvation. Special times of visitation are being set up for my bride, the church. My people will start to have encounters that are more intense and much deeper than before. I will give details and specific ways to bring solutions to the problems of injustice in the world. From governments to schools, from churches to the streets, my spirit will surely pour out on all flesh so that each one is given plenty of opportunity to accept or reject my plan to save them forever. Many people on the earth have been feeling the change in the spiritual climate. Many who have walked away from their destiny and purpose will come in to see what I'm releasing for the rescue of the nations. So many policies need adjusting. Many laws have been implemented to overstep personal freedoms. I am a God of justice, and I'm going to bring that justice forth as my people pray. Worship is causing heaven on earth like a blanket coming down to cover with comfort and peace, bringing rest and joy resources are being poured out for those in agreement with heaven who are showing their faith in action hearing my voice is becoming easier for those who are uh, pursuing me from hunger and thirst miracles are increasing on the earth this is the good news (laughs) miracles are increasing on the earth this is the lord says the great and terrible day. It's terrible to see destruction, um, but it is great to see all things beginning to work together for the good. He says, be still and know that I am God. Nothing shall be impossible for me or you as you walk by faith closer and closer with me. Follow my lead and remember forever is a long time. Be sure that you are on the winning team and choose correctly to walk in my light with me to become everything that you were made to be. Shalom, Yeshua. So good. So good. Yeah, we'll put that word on. Uh, it may not go out today, but it, tomorrow or the next day, we'll we'll get that out along okay. with this broadcast. Yeah, so I'll send good. that to you. And I have one more. Yeah. Called, this one's called Revival. Um, he was saying that there's an ingredient to revival. <laughs> okay, so one of the things, Steve, he showed me, the churches are going to start uh, throwing out the clock. I saw apostolic fathers. I saw pastors and leaders, uh, you know, whether they're apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, they were in front, they were leading, and I saw them taking the clock off the wall and throwing it down and breaking it. I felt like the Lord was saying, I'm going to take the the whole mindset of the hurried, hurriedness uh, that, that is adopted by our society, and people are going to start realizing that we're on God's time. And so we can, we can have meetings that allow for the movement of the Holy Spirit. Uh, pastors will start to release 
release their people, but invite them to stick around. And, uh, and, and man, we're having revival at our church, Rock Revival Center. Uh, people are staying. I, I just got last night, I got a request from uh, Pastor Ty. He said, Nathan, I know you're traveling. I know you're busy. Could you just send us a little, just a little message um, and just a little quick word? Because we're have, we're staying here and we're literally praying throughout the night. And we've and they've wow. been many days praying and pressing in and worshiping and 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 asking God, what do you want to do, God? We want you to have your way. This is your place. And men, there's a thick oil that's just been building over the last like eight Jeez. weeks. And I believe that this is what God's doing on the earth. He's sparking moves of God all over. And Asbury is another model for this is what God wants to do everywhere. And it begins to have this drawing effect. There's no hype in it. It's just authentic. It's just people pressing in and surrenders saying, God, have your way. And so he, he wants to speak to uh, revival and the ingredients that? of revival. Nathan, let me ask you a question about that. Um, yeah. Paul Cain uh, used to talk about, uh, and people had heard this over and over and over, and they would say, he would say this, it's going to be the nameless, faceless revival. And he kept using that term. Um, he didn't mean by that people didn't have a name or a face. He meant that, that when you hear about the revival here or there, it, it, it's not going to be um, identified by this amazing man or woman of God. Yes. Uh, so it. is that the same thing in, in the places you're talking about? Well, yes, because think about this. Like, um, there's many revivals in the past that have broken out, and then they've just seemed to just cease from going. Sometimes it's burnout. Sometimes it's hard to manage with all the people coming. Uh, I've been praying and, and really feel for the leaders at Asbury because – um, it, what it takes, the kind of effort and sacrifice yeah. that it takes to sustain a move. I mean, it's one yeah. thing to have a visitation. It's another thing to become an inhabitation. But what happens when the Spirit of God really is pouring out and it's authentic? And, um, you know, it's like people will come from all over the world. We're, we're seeing that at our church. I have pastor friends that are starting to see that here. Um, you know, there's there's definitely something about, you know, having to try to um, make allowances like our our church our our restrooms went out so uh, the owner of the really? building that we're renting like yeah they're trying to fix the plumbing but they don't want to have to spend a lot of money uh, but the the fact is like i had to order um honey buckets they asked the owners to order honey buckets and they only ordered like two and now we need like seven because the amount of people who are coming in and and circling through and so it's like my goodness we're going to need more of these honey buckets. So when I'm done with this show today, I'm going to order more honey buckets because we don't have functioning restrooms because they literally, it's old plumbing. They weren't made for those type of um, increase. So we're adjusting for the increase. And I feel like that's the word for the Lord, uh, a word of the Lord for, for pastors today. Begin to adjust for the increase. Make an allowance for God to begin to move in your services. Don't put him in a box. Don't make it about your own agenda or your own program. Yeah. Let him enter interrupt the plan that you have. Yeah. Uh, maybe you plan in advance, that's fine, but just allow for him to move in within that and then just, just see what God will do. And here's some ingredients for revival. Um, the Lord said, these are the ingredients for revival. If you want to jot these things down, you can get a pen and a pad. 
uh, repentance is key to revival. Yeah, repentance. Boy, this is what's happening at Asbury. Students are coming into the holiness of God, the presence of God, the power of God. As their worship goes up, it's filling up the bowls in heaven. It's dipping the oil over. And the oil of God is the anointing. And the anointing begins to increase. And that starts breaking yoke and bondage. And all of a sudden, they come into a realization. I've been doing things I shouldn't be doing. It convicts them of their sin. We don't have to remind people of that. The Holy Spirit will lead us in all truth. The Holy Spirit is capable of convicting the individuals, but then they start repenting and confessing their sins, like the Bible says, one to another. And, and there's almost this transparency that emerges out of that organic move. And then the Lord says um, that hunger for more of Him is one of the key ingredients. Uh, also, just a deep love for God and people. Like, you can't really love God well unless you get a heart for His people. You don't get a heart for His people until you get quiet and intimate with Him, and then He gives you His heart, and then His love transfers from Him to you so that you can begin to love them as you get over yourself. And that's what he's doing. Uh, he said balance and then feeding the flame uh, with intimacy. Uh, and then the other, another ingredient is just simple hearing and obeying. Simple obedience will always spark moves of God. And that's so crucial. And they said more prayer and more worship coming out of gratitude. And then, of course, I already mentioned confessions. Wait, big you confession sins if you there's hidden sin. Yeah. Uh, you said uh, healing and worship, if, if I remember that right, coming out of gratitude. Can you camp on that for a moment? Because okay, yeah. So he said huge, more huge, prayer. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, okay. more prayer and more worship. So increasing the prayer time, a lot of times people, they, they need to go from prayer to worship. So you pray, and then you begin to worship from that place of believing God is going to do it because you prayed it. He's heard it. Now he's going to move. And so you're worshiping him, almost like coming into a thanksgiving uh, for what you're believing that he's going to do, which actually shows faith that he can begin to reward. And so, yeah, so uh, hearing and then obeying. Uh, so the prayer and the worship actually causes the release of, of our gratitude, which is a key to the door of revival. Gratitude, uh, being thankful, worshiping God from a heart of gratitude is always going to release the greater glory. And that really brings us into that place of fullness. Uh, he said also learning to rest. Learning to rest this is one of the key things to revival is learning to rest in him. Resting in him comes from trusting in him, knowing his plans good, knowing his plans made, knowing he wants to prosper you. You don't have to manipulate anything. You don't have to try to muster it up. You don't try to create a, a, a move of God. You get into a place of yieldedness. You identify with where the river is flowing and you jump in it. All, all in. I'm all in, God. I'm, I'm fully abandoned, abandoned to you, God. Have your way, Lord. And that that heart posture uh, really brings the the natural flow out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. So also allowing for testimony is so important. I've been harping on this for many years, but I love testimony. The yeah. test comes before the money. Yeah. Uh, he's testing his people, not tempting, but testing to see, will you be faithful with what I've already entrusted, if you will? And I I can trust you with more. So the sharing testimony about what God did is really prophesying about what he does because the testimony of Jesus has the spirit of prophecy. Uh, full surrenders is key because you can't, 
experience the full move of God personally unless you're fully surrendered. And that has, it takes reflection, which is what's so beautiful about Asbury is I sense that there's such a reflective, people are looking at, gosh, how can I be more pleasing to God? How can I give him more of my life? How can I surrender in my thought life? How can I, you know, give up certain patterns or habits that would be, you know, that would please the Lord that I'd be willing to give up lesser things to go after him who is the greater thing. And so anyway, that's just a fear. And then we become conduits for the full outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I think it seems to me that, you know, I didn't read the original account, but I think the way Asbury started, and it was like on the 50 year, almost the 50 year anniversary of what happened in 1973, give or take, it was right in there, but it was 50 years, but a, a student went up there and confessed his sins. It was something like that. Did you hear? Did you read that? Do you know the details? Yeah, more I watched I the video, and and okay. it was so. You know, I loved what I loved about this. Steve was, you know, you got a, a a young man that's you know leading a meeting. It's it's kind of like just. I mean, he wasn't dynamic. He, you know, he was just being being real. He was yeah. just being real. You know, you could tell he has a a gift of teaching, but he just like it was raw. It was real. He was just nothing fluffy, nothing fancy, nothing real significant. But what was happening was. As he was sharing, it was kind of like a call for people to get back into the road to Romans. I mean, I, I saw he was in Romans 3, and and I mean, if you read Romans 3 to 12, not that that's going to be the secret ingredients to right. reproducing it, but that's where he was. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. He was camped out in Romans 3. Uh, he was talking about, you know, what God says about who we are and when we believe that we become and start moving Romans 8 so important like people if they think they're condemned they'll move away from God yeah. but if, if if there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ and he set us free from the law of sin and death the law was powerless to do it and that it was weakened by the sinful nature but God did it by sending his son Jesus so now there's this focus on hey it's not about you doing all these things it's about you receiving what he did for you and then from that place of empowerment you'll begin to pursue him and obedience becomes a byproduct of your right relationship with God and so now you don't have to do it you get to do it and now you want to do it and now you're empowered to go forth and to bring the change that's needed and you know I can't I need to go back and look that one one up I want to see that with my own eyes but but um, think of this student. I don't know how old he was, but he was a student. Yeah. He had no idea that a worldwide revival would break out. Now, there was other things happening because you already said weeks ago that other things broke out. But he had no idea that this college was about to become world famous because he was going to get up there. Uh, no one knows his name. I don't know his name. But he no. got up there and told his repentance and said his scriptures and God said, okay, it's like the bowl dipped. That was the last, I don't know if that was the last, what do you call it? The last straw, the last ounce of, of repentance that the bowl would dip. And all of a sudden God said, that's all I needed. One last repentance. I'm, I'm just amazed at that. I'm just amazed at that. 
Well, he loves repentance. He loves confession. It's what brings the cleansing. And that's, again, the washing for Washington. He yeah. said, wash a ton. He wants to wash Washington. Um, I mean, when he gave me the vision for Awaken the Planet, the scripture he gave me was Second Chronicles 7, 14. And since that day, I've heard so many people quoting that scripture. It's almost like a season that we're in. You know, if my people, that's the Christians who are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face intimacy, not just his hand, what we he can do for us. And, and then it's like, and turn, the Bible says, from their wicked ways. So that real moves of God are going to be birthed in this season um, from just simple repentance and confession, bringing the cleansing, which is the washing for Washington. And when people confess their sin, he's faithful and just forgiven, cleanse, that's the washing that we need. The washing will follow true-hearted repentance when people recognize it's not okay to be a, 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 an evildoer and, a, and walk in sin patterns when we're chosen of God to be his righteousness and to be the light of the world. And so we walk in a revelation that God's watching us every day. He's got his eye on the sparrow. How much more is he watching us? And he's seeing that we're willing to respond to him and just to live out this amazing life uh, as a follower of Jesus. So it's amazing to me. I mean, everywhere we go, there's people who are dying. I was in the airplane coming here and, and Steve, I had one seat between my wife and I that was available. And I said, Lord, don't let the wrong person sit here. Bring me the one that you want saved. And well, I always good. tell these stories, but this lady comes up and the Lord says, she's the one, let her in. So I, I, I moved over to make room for her. She, she said, is this seat taken? I said, it's for you. And she goes, okay. And so she sits down and I just left her alone. I was to myself. I waited till the Lord started to show me stuff. He starts speaking to me about this woman and, and all these things. And I knew she had, you know, I knew about her kids. I knew things about her. And so I, God started to speak to me about this woman and I knew she wasn't saved. I knew she wasn't saved. Uh, so I just asked her, I said, um, I said, where are you heading? You know, and we just chit chatted. And I said, you know, I felt like God sent you to sit here right now. And I think it's because he wants you to know that he loves you wow. and that you can't mess up his love. And then wow. she goes, well, that's kind of interesting. You're saying this. And she had just been contemplating like, if God is this and if God is that, she has questions about God and she grew up in a different kind of a religion. It wasn't really for her. She's not living for God. And I said, you know, he smiles when he looks at you wow. and just little phrases like this, oh, you know, and I said, and I started telling her something prophetically. I forgot what I even said, but it was what God was showing me about her. And she goes, Oh yeah, I do love, I love biking. And I said, Oh, that's great. And I said, you know, um, if you were, if you were standing before God, when that day comes, God forbid, you know, we don't know the day or the hour. The Bible right. says today is the day of salvation. And I said, um, do you know for sure if this was the last day on the planet that you would be in heaven for sure? And she goes, you know, I, I can't believe you're asking me this. I was just considering that the other day. Like, how would I know if I'm going to wow. make heaven? And I said, well, the Bible says you can know that you'll have eternal life. And I said, he wants to give you a gift called righteousness. And he wants this to be a really special day for you. Is it okay if I pray for you? 
And she's like, okay, well, my wife's right with me. So we start praying for her. And I just said, Lord, bless this woman. I said her name. And I said, Lord, I pray you show yourself mighty in her. God, that you do something so incredible in her family. And Lord, keep her safe and just fill her up. Here, say this. And I said, say this out loud. I said, Jesus. So she says, Jesus. She's real shy. She goes, Jesus. Right? And then I said, okay, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I invite you to take over my life and do whatever you want to do with me. I surrender to you. (laughs) I repent and confess all sin, and I invite you to be my Savior. I receive the gift of salvation today. And she's repeating these words. Fill me to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me in your passion and fire. And I, I give you my whole life. I surrender before you. I say, have your way. Help me to hear you in Jesus' name. And then I said, you know, today's your birthday. Isn't this great? I said, and Bible says the angels rejoice in heaven when one enters the kingdom. So the angels are celebrating today being your birthday. It is your birthday, isn't it? She goes, how did you know it was my birthday? <laughs> I said, what? Are you serious? Yeah. I said, what? And she goes, it's my birthday today. Like, how did you know? I go, well, I didn't know that. I th- I just was saying today's your birthday because in the in the spirit, when one gets born again, you receive Christ, you get born again. Your wow. name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And so that means it's your spiritual birthday. And you're telling me it's your actual birthday. She goes, yeah, this is amazing. And she felt the power of God, right? And then I go, I go you know what? We're going to sing to you because it's your birthday. And I said, everybody, <laughs> I said, this woman just received Jesus. Let's sing happy birthday. It's her birthday. Ready? Happy birthday oh to goodness, you. Wow. And the whole plane around us, they all erupt and start singing happy birthday to this lady who just received Jesus. Oh what a testimony. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nathan, am I, you know, you are, <laughs> I use the word instructive. That is so instructive to to so many of us listening to this te- testimony. No wonder there's, there's so much power in a testimony because you've just taught how to lead someone to the Lord. You've taught ways to bless someone in the Lord. You've taught phrases about what to say to pray to the Lord. I'm amazing, amazing, amazing. So, well, Nathan, um, go ahead and pray if you will. I know God often gives you words of knowledge. Would you go ahead and pray for the people uh, yeah. in these final minutes and see what God will give you for? Yeah. There's some people yeah. that are just Ooh. on fire. I don't know if they're all saved, but they're on fire for what they just heard. So, so yeah. lead them in a prayer. Hey, first of all, let me lead you all in this prayer. Just real simple because it's important. Just say, I repent. I repent. And confess. And confess. Any sin. Any sin. Known or unknown. Known or unknown. And I ask God that you wash me. And I ask God that you wash me. And cleanse me. And cleanse me. From all unrighteousness. From all unrighteousness. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. Say it out loud to everybody. I forgive every person. I forgive every person who hurt me. Who hurt me? Well, through the blood of Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus. Fill me to overflowing. Fill me to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. Baptize me. Baptize me in your passion and fire. In your passion and fire. And your Holy Spirit. In your Holy Spirit. I go all in for you today. I go all in for you today. Have your way in me, Jesus. Have your way in me, Jesus. Speak to me by your Holy Spirit. Speak to me by your Holy Spirit. Empower me to walk by faith. Empower me to walk by faith. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for healing my body. Thank you for healing my body. And those of you who need healing, just say out loud, by his stripes, I'm healed. 
By his stripes, I'm healed. Yeah, by the stripes of Jesus, the Bible says that you are healed. In whom the Son sets free shall be free indeed. So now I take authority over every sickness. I rebuke that spirit of infirmity. Some of you are going to get delivered right now. I rebuke that spirit of infirmity. I command it to get up and out. Loose the people and go. Spirit of infirmity, I put you on notice. You operated with the spirit of fear. I bind the spirit of fear, and I rebuke that spirit, and I command it. Get out. <laughs> I rebuke you, spirit of fear. I rebuke you, uh, rejection. I rebuke you. Somebody's got some issue with uh, a dietary thing, and I just rebuke that dietary issue. Yeah. That, that food allergy, get out. Loose the people and go. Get out in Jesus' name. The, the deliverer is here and he delivers. The healer is here and he heals. Uh, somebody, you got pain in your back and I see fire going up and down the middle of your spine. Uh, you're a heavy set guy. I see this man at, in your spine. Fire God is shooting up and down, <laughs> up and down, <laughs> up and down <laughs> your spine. Come on, in the presence of God's fullness of joy, full joy brings laughter. Laughter working like a medicine, medicines for healing. We release the healing of the Lord right now. Healing flow down the spines right now. There's uh, somebody else. I see a lady. Uh, you have... Um, some kind of a scoliosis issue, and God says, I'm giving you a new spine. He takes out body parts and puts in new body parts. Uh, you're seated in heaven, and he said, pray on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, there's no uh, uh, issues uh, with, with spines or alignment in the spine, so I command those spines to be healed. Pain, get out of the back. Also, uh, there's some of you have been struggling and wrestling with the prognosis of cancer. Cancer is canceled in the name of Jesus. I was just with my friend Steve last night. I came here to Arizona and prayed for him. He had a, a, a progressive uh, cancer. I think it was stage four cancer. Wow. And I said a simple prayer and he is healed. His doctor couldn't believe it. And he they went in and did several checks after the fact and he has no cancer today. Dude. God has healed him. So Jesus is healing cancer yes, all over the world. My dad was just healed of three types of cancer and he's got a extension to his life if god did it for them he could do it for you so we totally. just release the healing of the lord cancer is canceled we declare and decree by faith uh somebody i see the neuropathy in your feet god says i'm taking the neuropathy you're going to be able to jog without pain i command the swelling to go down in that woman's ankles ankle swelling i command you to be reduced and go back to <laughs> go back to normal migraines are canceled migraines are canceled hydrate but migraines will not be able to manifest wow. in your Holy Spirit-filled body in Jesus' name. Arthritis under the blood. Arthritis, you were canceled. Uh, a spirit of infirmity is being released uh, out of people and going to the feet of Jesus. I'm seeing the spirit of infirmity shooting out of people in the realm of the Spirit and going to the feet of Jesus so Jesus can judge it. So, Lord, thank you right now that you paid for wholeness in your people. Somebody ringing ears, I command the ears to be healed. Ears be healed in Jesus' name. Jesus is healing your ears. Uh, the, the person I mentioned with the feet problem, he's healing your feet. Be sure you share this with the show and testify about what Jesus did, because I know many of you are being healed. And if you want to be healed, and I didn't mention it, just step into that and believe in faith. Just say, Lord, I receive it too, uh, that I'm not going to have a hip problem. Somebody on the right side, there's hip pain. I command the hip to be healed. And bones 
density of bones. Uh, some bones are frail. I command those bones to be hydrated and to receive the word of the Lord. Can these bones live? Yes, if you will prophesy. Prophesy to the bones. Bones be restored and be healed as you prayed and forgave yourself and others. Uh, arthritis is being canceled and removed, and you will not be plagued with that disease in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I just want to add one thing. You know, there's some people there that are going, what's the deal about airplanes? They're talking about planes today. They're talking about a Cessna. They're talking about a big plane full of people. And that's been my issue. I've just been afraid to talk on planes. But now I heard that Nathan can do it. His wife can do it. And the Lord's highlighting that to you. You're going, man, I want to do that. That's because the Holy Spirit in you is saying, I want you to do that. So the Lord's saying, I, I, this is what I want to do. I want to cut off the spirit of rejection or fear of failure or, or fear of rejection. And I cut that off and say, next time, the tiniest little impression, talk to the person next to you and say, say whatever God gives you, even if it's, hey, I hope you're having a nice day and praying for you during the flight. Whatever <laughs> it is, you know, uh, there's something about airplanes today. If, 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 if you're one of those that's saying there's something about airplanes today, this word is for you. So yes. Yeah. An and then one last thing, Steve. Yes. So um, I want to invite people to participate in the Waken the Planet event. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to know about the Waken the Planet event, by the way, there we have so many monthly partners from around the world. And thanks to this show, our partner, monthly partner has expanded and grown. So thank you, Steve. Thank you, Elijah Streams. Uh, so honor you and all that you do for the kingdom to allow the prophetic to go yes. forth into the nations. Um, one of the things that we love to do is unity events to help build up the local churches for leadership to come and participate with one another. It just releases a fresh glory on the earth. And so what we do is we do an Awaken the Planet event, usually once a year. So There's the next a, one's coming right up. There, it's right there, there. awakenthaplanet.com. I want to invite you, go sign up. If you're a monthly partner, whether you already partnered with us on a monthly basis at the website, or if you're just wanting to, we're sending out all of our books for free to any new sign up. And just today, I wanted to do a special where you get free access to wow. our Awaken the Planet events in the future in wow. perpetuity. So go sign up. You'll be uh, you'll receive about a thousand pages of fresh revelation from God. All three of my books in the series with a personal prophetic word. And you get access to the Awaken the Planet event this year. And, and the date is July First, one is the number for unity. It was the prayer of Jesus before he went to the cross. Oh, Father, that they, meaning us, would be one as you and I are also one. So I'll also include um, our book called One, which is the power of unity. Uh, you'll get It's Not Meant to Be a Secret. It teaches you to hear God very clearly. And then Rushing the Floodgates of Heaven. We will rush the three books out to you along with tickets for free to come to Awaken the Planet uh, as a new monthly partner, I just want to thank you for those of you who will take advantage of that special offer uh, today only. I'm just saying, if you go yeah. sign up, you'll get that today. Uh, and you can sign up at NathanFrenchMinistries.com. NathanFrenchMinistries.com. And thank okay, you so, so much for doing right that. There. They just changed that right there. Nathan oh, and French. Bloom. Don't forget my wife's women's conference. It's called Bloom. Uh, the information is, let's see, Bloom. It's on Eventbrite. It'll also be March, let's see, March 17 and 18 for the women. If you want to be a part of the my wife's Bloom Conference, I didn't want to forget to mention it. It's in Tacoma in a beautiful venue there for the ladies. 
March 17 and 18. Mark your calendar. Uh, again, that's found on Eventbrite, and it's called Bloom as the women okay. are blossoming do they get together. To that also through Nathan French Ministries, or do they just go to uh, Eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E.com? Yeah, on that one, it's just you go to Eventbrite. I think she does have a website. I don't remember what it is, but it's called Bloom. It's the Women's Conference on Eventbrite in Tacoma, March 17 and 18. Um, also posted on the rockrevivalcenter.com. Good. Awesome. 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 Nathan, thanks so much. That was amazing today. It was, it was exhil exhilarating. Love you as well. Uh, give our love to your wife as well. Uh, a quick reminder that Kat will be on tomorrow. We record her this afternoon. <clears throat> Have a great day, everyone. Uh, go share, go get on a plane and share the love of God. I'm going to try and do that myself. So, all right, everybody, have a great day. We will see you again tomorrow, 11 o'clock Pacific. Have a great day. Bless Bye -bye. you guys. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.